This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, by with you here once again, crashing onto the airwaves, as is often the case. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a uh, beginning of a show. I tell you, just before we started recording, I, I pressed the button to start, and it wouldn't start. It just wouldn't start. It's like, what? what is this? Like some kind of 80s car? I'm trying to randomly, quickly well think done. of a name. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't think of an actual car. And then I thought, if I mention a car, will it have been out in Canada? Probably not. Do you have Ford Fiestas in uh, we used to. Canada? Mark of Flower uh, Oh, i got a story about that. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, Ford Fiesta story. I never oh expected that on this tech show. Oh, my God. Uh, Sean Brice, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm a little bit echoey. Well, at least I may be. Hey, um, well, it's hard to tell with this music playing, to be honest, but we'll yeah, find well, out later. Yeah, the, movie, the music's going to stop soon, but we have to have... I mean, this if any episode ever needed a disclaimer, it's going to be this edition for several reasons. <laughs> Num- number one, I could tell you on my side of things, my dog is behind me on the floor. Oh, cool. Because I've got a bathroom renovation going on upstairs. I Ooh. think the majority of the noise and the chiseling and the jackhammering is done. But all I hear are footsteps because they're just taking garbage out. But the door is wide open to my house. So the dog is down here. So I have no no idea what the dog is going to do. Oh. Now, that's how, how do we make it bark? number one. Right. Well, I'm going to make mean, it bark. bark. It's just she's eating wires. That's the oh. problem I'm oh, worried cool. about. Excellent. Yeah. Right. So any moment you're just going to disappear. Yeah, totally, totally. And you're going to hear a dog, you know, fried dog. Now, uh, on the on the Sean Priest side of things... Um, a moment for the dog. See- Hang on. Moment for the dog. Moment for the dog. There we are. Okay. okay. Uh, on the Sean Priest side of things, he, um, from what I understand, sometime last week, he opened the door to his shed, and he was attacked by all the foam that was once lining his shed. Correct. And um, as a result, um, he fought back. It was a valiant effort. But clearly, (laughs) the foam lost because it's all gone. You know what I've noticed over the past couple months is that every time we record a show, there's more and more missing from Sean's shed. Correct. Yeah, that was... You know, problem. you know that. I just want to make sure you're, you're aware of this because no, you keep no. you keep saying, you know, you know, I'm visually impaired. I know, Sean. I get it. Okay, but because he you keep it. saying that, I feel the need to just tell you about the things that might be missing. Oh, and by the way, there's also workers at Sean's house. Yeah, there's yes. also it was a chainsaw one week. This week is a drill. Are the producers of Saw living next door to you? <laughs> Listen, you could always tell me to go away. You know, you're more than capable. You don't need me here. It's just that you enjoy having me. I know that. But there is a problem. I do have the builders here as well. And in another dog theme, the dog doesn't like them. So he's barking a lot as well. So I've got that. Yeah. And yes, all the foam fell off my, well, started to fall off my walls. And again, in a dog theme, the dog ate them all. So um, I had to get rid of them. So yes, there is no insulation in my shed anymore. Which is I why am... the shed sounds like you're in, a, I mean, like, a, I don't know, an echo chamber of some kind. Well, yeah, it's yeah. less shed not... and more just bolts. You know what, Sean? Know? Here's a good idea. Sean, back up to your to your right corner, angle right. on an angle. Yeah, further, further until you hit the wall. Okay, okay yep. do the whole show from there. All right. <laughs> Hello! It sounds Hello. so much better, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound way more tolerable? I could tell you that. Yeah, exactly. I can get water now with this guy. This is great. It did seem like he had way more room, though. You notice that the foam I must have been about seven to eight inches deep, I guess. Because... <laughs> It's like a padded cell. It's a but lot I've been, better. you know what? I've been chastised by some people about uh, me picking on Sean. I don't, I don't, I have to admit, you know, I don't try to pick on Sean. It just happens. It just, it's you just know, too easy, the, you know. It's... It, he creates these moments like the now are the builders going to be doing anything to the shed uh no no i'm not made of money no at the minute they're they're, they're cladding the garage 
Is that okay? That's okay. Uh... Cladding the garage. Yes. Okay. So here's my question because mm-hmm. we wanted to do some work on the shed for some future episodes of various shows that we're producing right now. Yes. Um, who's going to physically do that labor? Because if we leave it up to you, I fear the result. <laughs> Well, you see, I, I think I'm more than capable of uh, doing my own DIY here in the shed, but apparently not. I was criticised, shall we say, for my last effort. So uh, yeah, quite no, right I'm, as well. It was terrible. I'm going to get a man in. A man. Yeah. That's that's sexist of you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. No, reason it can't be no, a woman. no women uh, <laughs> right. in this area can do this. Let's, let's move on. Is there any tech news this week? No, I'm start, not really. I'm starting to sweat now. Yeah. No, no, there's not. I will say this though. I have got a story that is going to make Mark rant. For no, no, ten no, no. minutes. I'm not, I'm not gonna rant about anything. No, 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 I can tell you, I've got a story that is going to make you rant. We're going to get to that shortly. Um, I want to say though, you know, I know we we tend to talk tech on this program in the odd occasion. <laughs> um, so you know, Do you we say will tend get... or pretend. <laughs> well, yeah, both really. Uh, but you know, I've got to say, I've been I've been hooked on this TV show, and I want to know if you've got it in Canada, Mark. I think you do. It's called Clarkson's Farm on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. And and for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, this is Jeremy Clarkson of of Top Gear and yeah, Grand Tour yeah. fame. Yes, he he retired to a farm and has no idea what he's doing. And the rest is just you. I can't have you watched it? Up. it? I watched the first episode. It is th- so good. I know. I, I have to watch more. I, I did watch the first episode. My what? My wife isn't into this kind of stuff, so I, when I turn it on, she tends to nod off and, and ignore me. So I, I I like to actually spend time with my <laughs> yes. wife. Um, oh, you like you like you, you like the sound of that, so you put more episodes on. <laughs> That's yeah. what yeah, I was so, going to exactly. say. <laughs> yeah, so, so I haven't watched more, but I, I will watch more because it is quite hilarious. That and um, I also found on Amazon Prime there was a documentary where Borat goes to live with two Americans in the woods somewhere. I saw during the COVID-19 pandemic, the beginning of it. Yes. Um, again, something my wife was not as entertained by as I was, but uh, it was just so stupid. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely. Yeah. I just love what he gets away with. I do think that we do have a bit of Jeremy Clarkson in Sean Priest, in that you know chaos reigns wherever he goes. <laughs> and I think the shed is a good example of that. Yeah, but see, the idea behind it, it's always good intentions, isn't it? It's just the way I go about things isn't quite right, such as ripping down all my sound insulation before a recording. That, that, I just didn't think ahead. Fair enough. Uh, well, look, we're going to... Uh, <laughs> we, okay. we have got a lot to talk about. There's nothing you to say, frankly, about that uh, shit. Okay. Uh, we are going to talk about Clubhouse today, though, because Clubhouse is now available to everybody. Anybody can get in. It's only been, what, a year and a half? Um, so, Wait, yeah. that sound effect again. Oh, yeah, yeah, hang on. Uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what happened, right? I'll tell you. Okay, the moment's gone. Um, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> what happened, right? So just before we started the show, I hit the button to start the show, and I could hear through the, the kind of elec- the electricity in my ear, I could hear the... And I'm, that's my hard drive just spinning up. It was like it was actually spinning up, and it would not play until my drive. These Lassie drives... Can I just say, yeah, they're loud. steady, Careful. they're loud, but I mean, come on, why do they have to spin up constantly? Why can't they just stay up? Do you know what? This drive is like me. It's, it's th- this, this hard drive is a hard drive representation of me in that, you know, I sit down and I just power off. <laughs> and to yes. stand back up again takes a considerable amount of effort and time. You got to wind up to it, yeah. Yeah, but the, apparently that. this is quite common, and I thought it would be fixed, and I hoped that a flower would help me fix it. But you know, he's just ignored me. Ooh. How am I supposed to help you fix a spinning hard drive? I don't know. You told me to buy what it. What am I supposed to do? You said Explain, this is no, a great no, no. hard drive. You tell me what. You tell me what the expectation is. You oh. make that ask, Stephen Scott, and here's I will, the expectation. You I know things. There. I don't. It's getting a bit tense. So I should come there and stop your yes. discs from spinning. Or, or make them continue to spin. Or make them continue to spin. I saw them like a tape hey, box please, on wait a second. software. Uh, hey, hey, I'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a power setting, isn't it? It's just it's going to sleep you to save so. power. So you must be able to switch that on or off, surely. It come just on, seems Mark. bizarre. You know, it just, just create, a, create a batch file in DOS mm. that constantly well, the just... Yeah, yeah, on the, in DOS, and uh, and and 
constantly just write a file every minute to the hard drive on the Lucy. You can probably and, do that through terminal, actually. Yeah, probably yeah you probably could probably do that. that. And just just keep it going. That's that's what's going on. Well, absolutely. Uh, look, we are going to talk tech. I promise you on the show today. What happened to Clubhouse? Are we doing it today? Sometime? <laughs> oh no, we'll get to Clubhouse in a minute. I, I also want to annoy Mark with this story that I found, and uh, we're going to talk about the new our first preview of chat from Microsoft Teams that's rolling out to Windows Insiders. I've not got it yet. What's going on? And also, can sweat be the answer to everything? Including charging your devices. That's all coming up on today's Double Tap Canada. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Marka Flalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash double tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. Do you ever think this is the last show? Do you ever think this is it? This is I the one. I think every show is the last show. <laughs> I actually think, I don't know if they're broadcasting this anymore. I think they're just like taking it just to be nice. It's like, oh, just get, just pretend. Just, yeah, just, you know, the guys at AMI are just like, yeah, just, just pre- let them go with it. They think they're broadcasting. That's nice. Um, Okay, let's get back to uh, it then. Uh, So what do we want to do? Do we want to talk Clubhouse or do we want to annoy Mark? Which one do we want to do first, John? Uh, Well, I don't think, you know, the Clubhouse story is there much to say about it. Before you annoy me. Okay, right. Well, it is about tech. It is about tech, actually. But yeah, okay, right, fine. So Clubhouse uh, audio chat rooms now open to everybody. Woohoo! Yep, no matter who you are, wherever you are, as long as you're on an iPhone or an Android phone and you're happy to give away your phone number, then you can join Clubhouse and be part of the conversation. Where last night I was uh, learning how to uh, be a better woman on Clubhouse. Yes, I was listening to that room. That was interesting. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't learn Um, too much. I just don't know what to say to that, Mark. Well, that's the, but the point is that there's so many weird rooms in there. Well, that's <gasps> not a weird room, in fairness. Is that weird? Oh, that's not weird. All right, fine. Hey, listen, you're getting a man in, sexist, so don't even go there. Okay. But, um, no, I mean, it's just there are so many weird rooms. I mean, making money through Bitcoin and, you know, how to monetize on YouTube. There's tons of this stuff, right? And it's just I like... I don't like it. You're not a fan? No, it I just seems that so much of it now is that sort of thing. I, 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 it turns me off to it so much. Mm. Look, there, there's some great, if you've got some friends on there and you get together and you have a chat, it's great. But I see so much, when I look through that hallway, I see so many of those cryptocurrency and, and whatever else, and it all seems a little bit ech to me. I, I don't like it. That's very yeah. Scottish of you. Uh, Mark, what's the future of Clubhouse? Do you think it's going to... I think it's going to I, you know, continue. from what I understand, it's on it's on a steady decline um, mm. since it was first kind of unveiled to the world. Even though it is now open to more and more people, um, and I think it's because there's a lot of other services out there that are trying to compete with it and doing a pretty good job. This Fireside is a new one that launched that people have been trying to get me on board with. Um, so what's that? Is that the same idea? It's very or? similar, very similar um, concept to Clubhouse. Um, I'm not sure about accessibility on there. I'll get back to you on that. But uh, it, it's just. I don't know. I, I think that, you know, it'll have its niche and, and people will, will continue with it until something else shiny and bright comes along that's much better. I mean, it, its success was down to the pandemic. Let's be honest. I mean, would it have been as popular had the pandemic not come along? I'm not so sure. I hear that all the time. Either something's failed because of the pandemic or it's a, been a success because of the pandemic. I, I don't buy that totally. I think it was because certain celebrities came onto that platform. And look, it sounds like we're being harsh about Clubhouse. Um, but the fact of the matter is there's always that honeymoon period for any service or app where everyone, Ooh, this is new. Everyone jumps on it. Then after a while, you know, you think, OK, I'm, I'm sort of done with that. And people start to drift away. And I think the honeymoon period's gone. Um, and I think that the slowness of getting to the Android app and opening it up like it has done now has harmed it a little bit. But yeah, I don't I know. I, I don't sound. I don't really mean to sound like I, I hate it or anything. It's a, it's a good platform, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You need a lot of time to invest into. I was going to say you need a well. lot of time investment in that in that in that in order to really kind of benefit from it. And I don't know how many Who's people have time? that time. Yeah. No, I mean, I, had, I barely had the time anyway, right? Never mind pandemics or otherwise. Um, I think the guy with the uh, the hammer's not so keen on it either. But the that's in my house. 
Was that your house? I'm yeah, so good. House is everybody getting work done? So I, I just told feel you. Like, I hang gave on, you the hang disclaimer. on. There we go. Join in. I'll join in. Right we go. Right there we go. It's a, yeah. Well done. The funny thing is, great, that's two it? floors above me, and I'm in a soundproof room. <laughs> so can you imagine? This is just vibrations you're hearing of. Wow. Who knows what? We should be doing this in 360 audio. This is beautiful. Um, now, apparently, if you're a Windows insider, as I apparently now am, uh, although I haven't had this update yet, you can now get a chat feature on Microsoft Teams. And what they're trying to do with Microsoft Teams, it seems, is make it more friends and family orientated, which I'm not entirely sure with the name Microsoft Teams that does. I think they've got to think about the name here. But they've got a new ch- uh, chat flyout. Uh, which comes off the taskbar, as well as an overall Teams desktop experience uh, architected for optimised performance and the Windows 11 design language, whatever that means. Uh, But you can uh, remain connected to the people you care about with chats and video calls from the convenience of your Windows 11 PC. So basically they're bringing a FaceTime-style experience um, with iMessage-style functionality to the PC, which of course you can replicate on your Android phone and if you wanted to on your iPhone. Mark, is this the end of FaceTime? <laughs> Such no. a ridiculous question, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's like, nope. you know, it's just not going to. It's just like everything feels like it's wearing a suit when it's Microsoft, you know? It's just like back to those ads again of Mac versus PC. You know, it's just, it's just a guy in a suit. No, no, no. I, can I, can I, can I, I, have you played with Windows 11 yet, though? I have, yeah. It's nice. Um, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm not. Uh, so I got. The, we talked about this last week. I got a Surface from Microsoft. They sent yeah. it my way with the intention of me destroying it with Windows 11, and uh, I've put Windows 11 on it, and it's it's quite it's quite nice. Um, I'm trying to force myself to just continue to use it, so that uh, maybe one day I can get myself off this this platform that we call Apple. But who knows? <gasps> I wow. I'm kind of with you on this. I know this this is shocking stuff. I I kind of want to do more with Windows, and I guess because I'm not doing as much video work. As in, you know, we've got people who are, you know, wonderful Jordan who does all the edits on the... Well, not all the edits, just to be fair to Mark. He does does a bit of work occasionally yeah, on the TV show. Um, but, you know, it's... Meaning I'm not doing as much of that. So I'm thinking, well, hang on. Couldn't I just use the PC for everything? Um I'm nervous about making the move back. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm nervous to go back. It's, you know, it's a small... It really is... It is the small things. It really is the small things, like space bar to preview things, and just, just yeah. you get so used to and something. iMessage, FaceTime, just being there. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I think as long as we have it on our phone, do we really care about it on the computer? I mean, how often yeah, do you? I know. Maybe you use it. I don't know, but how often do you use FaceTime or iMessage on your computer? I just think, especially when you're time. Well, the, calls me all the time. I do. I know him a lot. Kills me. That's Stalks because it's me. so easy. I just, you know. Command, spacebar, Siri says FaceTime audio. Uh, I don't know who Sean Price is. Or who was the one that tried to call the other day? Mark, it was something weird it came up with that said, a you know, I, yeah, it was some weird name. It said, you don't have a Mark Afalalalalo in your contacts. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I love it. I do love the convenience of it. And when you're on the move, having a MacBook, and, you know, we talked about Windows 365 last week. Having that on the Mac makes the Mac the perfect computer. You've got yeah. everything well, actually, in one place. Actually, it makes place. the iPad the perfect computer. Well, both. <laughs> both, mm. yeah, exactly. Um, what about DuckDuckGo? We haven't talked about this before on the show, but DuckDuckGo have announced that it's a brand new email protection feature uh, will allow users to save themselves from being uh, tracked by trackers embedded into email by forwarding them to a free and personalised DuckDuckGo email before being sent to their actual email. Now, for those who don't know, DuckDuckGo is a browser, and it's often seen as, by many, as, as a really private, safe browser. I think that's because hardly anybody uses it. Um, so it must be really cool. It's not a browser, is it? I'm talking rubbish. It's a search engine. <laughs> it's a search engine. Yeah, sorry, yeah, like, getting... like Google, but it's, yeah. it's, it's privacy and less filtered, if you like. So you get more results from uh, DuckDuckGo than you would from Google. Nice and accessible as well. Really nice to get around. Not as cluttered as Google is. And apparently Bing is still a thing. Who knew? But um, yeah. every time you get a new computer, it's like, you know, you, you load up Windows. I, had to, I loaded up Windows on a machine the other day, and, you know, Bing comes up. And I think, who uses this? It's actually quite accessible as well, in fairness. I can't criticize it. But <laughs> DuckDuckGo, 
It's it's like who uses it, but it was actually quite good. Um, DuckDuckGo is a, a search engine, and um, it's offering really a, an attempt to. Uh, I don't know if it's coming up against this or, or going up against it, but Apple has of course brought out Hide My Email in the new operating system due to launch later in the year. Um, Apple's Hide My Email, of course, only works on Apple devices. Uh, however, with DuckDuckGo's browser extension and apps available on other platforms, you can get their email protection available no matter where you choose to browse the internet. This, again, is back to the same problem, Mark. You know, it's when you're inside the Apple bubble, it's great. It's like Keychain with Safari. I love Safari Keychain. No, but then I, I go to another browser and I've got a username and a password. And I'm like, oh, hang on, what is it? And it's not in the, the Keychain doesn't pull from there. It's, you know, it's it's a great system, but you really have got to invest solely in that system. You cannot diverge from it. Yeah, um, I use LastPass. I just, I mean, just try to force myself out to something that does work across the board so that when I do, especially when testing other devices and other phones, hardware and stuff, you know, computers, you want something that you can use cross-platform. Uh, Sean, how are you getting on with your uh, Dropbox password? Is it, what do they call it? Yeah, Dropbox Password. That... You were spot on. Nice and easy. Yeah, it's fantastic. I really like it. An extension for all the major browsers out there. The only thing is, and, and like LastPass and all the other ones, and 1Password, which I used before. Sorry about the drilling. Um, I can't tell where it's coming from anymore. It's, it's, my, it's my teeth. Don't worry, I'm getting some nibble. <laughs> He's getting some work done. <laughs> look, I've started generating all these random 30-character long passwords, right, for better security of all these data breaches we've had recently. And it's fantastic for doing that and keeping track of it. But then when you get to a platform where you can access it, such as the Apple TV, I mean, Dropbox Passwords isn't available on there. I'm not sure about LastPass and all the other ones, but I doubt it. So when you want to sign into an app on there, it suddenly becomes hard work. Mm. And you miss the, uh, you know, password 1234 password. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you think, yeah. oh, I'm going to go back to that. <laughs> so, um, but no, they, as a general rule, using it on a desktop or a laptop or even on the iPhone, and you know, I'm... Dropbox, um, all these are available on all platforms as well, like Android. They are fantastic, and it does make you more secure. My dog has just joined the conversation. Just wanted to let you know she's oh, uh, cool. Another she's now uh, on my lap and right in front of the microphone, oh, sniffing it. I have wanted to get a female onto this show for so long. Uh, this was not. She is. She is a female. Well, she is a female. Yeah, it's not yeah. quite what I expected. I'm talking honest. to the mic. Talking to the mic. You can do it. No nope. biscuits. Okay. Biscuit. <laughs> Biscuits, 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 biscuits. That's how we get Steven to speak. Exactly. Biscuits. Just shout biscuit every so often. Biscuit. Tinker, what with this hard drive? Not, she's not. Uh, she's not biting, unfortunately. Well, that's good in one yeah, way. Yeah, we don't bite. want biting. Yeah, yeah, Biting's yeah. bad. Uh, Greg got in touch, by the way. He's uh, not happy at all with us. Uh, oh. Greg in Pennsylvania says, "Hello. Just a quick note to let you know the reason I was appalled at your discussion on the episode oh, no, entitled about. Yeah, I know. Breakup of big tech. Uh huh." <laughs> is that executive order including the scrutinization of so-called killer acquisitions is a move to break up big tech. I apologize for assuming that you would all remember what you said in the episode entitled oh. Break Up of Big Tech. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah, that's us told. Uh, thank you, Greg. Uh, I, I complain because I care, he says. Well. At least wow. you can. I'm glad one of us does. Uh, right, let's... Um... Wow. Hang on. <laughs> Stephen Scott, I blame Mark. He, he wanted to bring that topic up in the first place. We were again it. And yet exactly, he, that's he, right. He demanded just... to talk about it. And look what you did, Mark. Sorry, yeah, exactly. the extension you're trying to reach is not available at the moment. Please leave a message after the tone. Your call is not important to us. Uh, Bilal's been in touch. This might be of uh, interest to you, Mark. Uh, Bilal's got a new Surface Laptop 4 Intel i7. Mm. And uh, Bilal you? says, I'm noticing... Well, yeah, I think that would be the latest one, isn't it? I'm noticing when I'm using JAWS, I'm hearing audio crackling. I've updated all the drivers, even okay. the audio drivers, but nothing. Do you recommend uninstalling the drivers and then reinstalling them? Thanks. Um, I Yes, I would definitely try that first. Number two, I would go to your sound settings and make sure that your sample rate um, and all that fun stuff uh, is a match across the board. Uh, lastly, I would... Uh, I would contact uh, Microsoft and say, hey, there's something going on here because crackling should not happen. It could be a, a loose wire in the speaker or something going on hardware-wise. Yeah, and, and 
you know, sometimes you get these sound enhancements as well that cause problems. Have you ever come across that? You know, sometimes they'll put on these, like, I used to remember when I get the computer and you get, oh, everything was echoey and sounded like Sean in some respects uh, in his shed. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do we get these horrible things? And you'd have to go into sound settings and turn off enhancements and all that, Sean, have you? Had any of those problems in the past with your 8,000-year-old computer there? Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, you do have sound enhancements in the uh, sound device properties there, but they're usually off by default anyway, so it shouldn't be an issue. It'd be interesting, is this only with the uh, speech, with the eloquence or whatever speech you're using with JAWS? Are you only hearing the crackling there, or is it with all the system audio? Because that would suggest it's a problem with... Mm. Jaws specifically. If you got it across the board in any system audio that you're playing, as Mark said, you know, the first step is always the drivers. I would say uninstall and just install the generic, let it install the generic Windows drivers, USB audio drivers or whatever it may be, and, and see if that fixes the problem. But um yeah, I don't know where the sample rate is by default. It, it, if you've got some specific... settings. Is it though? Are you sure? Is that not for specific hardware? So if you plug in a USB uh, audio interface, you may get software installed, which does have the sample rate in there. But if it's just inbuilt, say, Realtek audio chipset, I'm not sure you can actually edit that sample rate anywhere. Well, do you know the problem with Windows now is that you've got sometimes two Windows sound settings. Yes. You've got the old legacy one, which is the one I prefer going into because I think you get more control over it. And then you've got the newer one, which just seems to kind of give you a light touch surface level you know, approach to the settings. Uh, I think if you can get into that legacy control panel, that makes the difference. Uh, I'd also say as well, if you're finding audio crackling just with the screen reader, turn it down a bit. I find that with JAWS especially, you can sometimes find it 100%. It actually does get a bit crackly. It does get a bit loud. So maybe something to be aware of, Bilal. Um, let us know how you got on. And uh, if you do have an email or uh, you want to get in touch and, uh, you know, get involved with the show in one way or another then you can email us feedback at ami.ca there you go again i'm pressing my button and uh, it's not playing because my hard drive's spinning up <laughs> this is just absolute garbage don't you know i'm on the radio um no time for this oh, honestly then. oh there hey! we go it heard me there you go see so that's, i've told you before shouting at shouting. tech that's the future bilal shout at your computer and your voice, your voice, your voice will soften, I promise you. Uh, yeah, keep in touch with the show. You can uh, email us, feedback at ami.ca. Drop us a voice message via the phone number 1844-971-1999. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. Uh, 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 oh! 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 Ziggy! Ziggy made the appearance. Hey. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> I love having Ziggy on the show. This is so cool. Let's all get our dogs in next week. I'm going to get Sean's dog in. <laughs> We're going to get my two in. We'll just set off doorbells randomly, and uh, it'll be cool. I guess someone's home. Someone's there. Augie, say hi. You're on the radio. I'm saying Ziggy. Augie, I beg your Augie, pardon. Augie, Augie, say hi. You're on the radio. I was just about to say Ziggy would be cool. Augie, Augie, Augie. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this is so cool. Welcome to Bye. Double Tap Canada. <laughs> It's a dog show this week. Honestly. With Auggie special guest, Augie. You guys, uh, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back in a second with Mark. Uh, I wanted to annoy him with a story. Um, uh, we we'll come back, back to that. Yes, yeah, yes. we'll come can back I, to it because... We, no, carry I, on. Can I quickly go back to the Microsoft uh, Teams chat? Right? Oh, how boring. Because, no, yeah, exactly. See, when we talked about this earlier, you said boring. I'm not sure we're going to talk about that. I am so excited by this, right? It takes me back to the days of MSN Messenger, ICQ, all that, direct on your uh, on your desktop. Hit Windows C, and it brings up a chat window with a list of your contacts in there. You know, arrow up and down, hit enter, and start chatting away. I think this is really cool, and 
I hate Teams. I do not like Teams. I find it clunky to use. I know you've got oh, to use it a it. lot, Stephen, but I find it really clunky. So I'm not a fan of Teams. But I'm sick of this. I'm hearing so many blind people saying, I, don't, I hate Teams. It's clunky. I love it's teams. Use, uh, do you know what? Learn to use it, guys. Come on. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. It's Just not learn brilliant. the commands. It is. It's a <sighs> great piece of software. It's based on a web interface, so it's a bit mm. slower than, yes. if, especially for a screen reader user. It takes a bit longer to load things up. Yes. Um, but it is really good. On a Mac, terrible. Windows PC, brilliant. What are you about? It's great on a Mac. No. Uh, well, if you there can see go. what you're doing, but it's hopeless with voiceover. Doesn't work properly at all. Yeah, um, Mark. Yeah, I mean, but, but visually, I'm disabled. I, but no. <laughs> but honestly, this is um, that's the case on a on a Mac if visually and and whatever else. I guess using it with the mouse is great, but with with screen readers, terrible. Um, on uh, what I do on a Mac, if I'm using Teams, is I use it on the browser. That's how bad it is. Um, but yeah, on the on the Windows PC side, it is it is really good, and I think that the chat thing is probably the most accessible chat I've ever used. So I agree with you on that. Thank um, you. It is very good. It's just it's just I'm I'm looking for a solution like iMessage and FaceTime on the Windows side, and yeah. I don't know if Teams is it. It is. We'd all have this to commit it. to it. That's the thing, right? We'd all have to commit to it, and I'd have it's... to get my mum to commit to it and my wife to commit to it, and that's not oh. going to happen. Well, it sends it to either as an SMS or an email if they haven't got Teams or they're not on the <laughs> Windows desktop. Oh, yeah, that's send what you an want. SMS, it'll send. Will they, but if they respond to it, will they respond? Yes, it'll come straight through. I've got total confidence in Microsoft. It will come straight back to you. It's going to be a, a, a beautiful experience. Yeah. <sighs> what about it? Anyway. Um... <laughs> this just in, my, my construction crew is gone for the day. Hey! Um, they've, they've put in there two hours. That's great. And... Um, <laughs> And this just in, my dog also left me a present on the other side of the door oh, for me to pick well up later. Done, Augie. Yeah. Well done, Oggy. That's yeah. good. Everyone's yes. a critic. Good job, Oggy. That's great. I pressed the applause button. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, right, okay. This wow. is just garbage. I mean, wow. wait. you know what I'm really glad about? I'm glad about a couple of things that Steven's technology is really set. It's showing up today. Yep. Number one. Number two is that this show airs. After we have our conversation with Microsoft tomorrow, I'd I have really, stopped. really enjoy that. <laughs> I'd have stopped. Oh, there we go. That is... <laughs> oh dear! Wow! It, it, it feels like a live audience all of a sudden. This is unbelievable. Um, oh no, I, I'd, I'd have stopped your sentence at airs. To be honest. The fact that this show <laughs> airs, I'd have stopped there. Uh, right, I'm going to annoy you, Mark. I've got a story for you. So, um, Sony. Have a, com- uh, a company, have a camera called the ZV-1. Ah! Ah, see, I told you. I told you I'd get you on this one. Uh, so Sony have the ZV-1. We bought so many of these cameras. Uh, I've got two of them. I don't know how many you've got, Mark, but yeah, I've got two. Oh, the ZV-1? It's a great camera, yeah. I, I use it as a webcam. I mean, not it's as a great webcam camera. as much as it's my on-TV camera. So when I'm doing segments like on AMI um, or, or other things like that, it's my camera, my go-to camera that's plugged into my little switcher over here. It's a great camera. Um, it's, you know, it's got a built-in lens, a nice zoom on it. It's it's a good it's a good option. Yeah, I definitely like it there. And I know people think, hang on a minute, a bunch of blind guys, you know, Mark's obviously not blind, but, you know, the rest of us, are blind, but why are we talking about cameras? But the thing about this particular camera is it's actually really good if you A, know nothing about cameras and you just want to have a really good look and the camera to do all the work. That's what the ZV-1 is and does, and it's really good. It's got the great face tracking. Yeah, it's awesome. Great product showcase mode as well. That lets you yeah, showcase and a good, stuff and a, good well. um, a good price tag too. Like I mean, it's it's under under six hundred dollars, you know, Canadian. Um, and, and the price is probably going to drop in the next twenty four hours because they announced a new one. Yeah, the ZV E ten, which is the new <gasps> vlogging camera, and the idea is it's taking what was the ZV one, which has a fixed lens. Uh, to this one, which has interchangeable lenses. And that's the thing. It's got an E-mount on it, I think it is. Um, And that means you can put other lenses on there. And that has Uh annoyed you a little bit, Mark, hasn't it? Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. What annoys me is that I buy these things (laughs) and I I pretend in my head that I don't realize that new cameras are going to come out, right? Um, Yeah. Yes, interchangeable lenses, a bigger sensor. It's got uh, great features like a red light on the front so you know when you're recording and around the screen. The screen pops out. It's got input for headphones, microphone. It's got a built-in microphone. It's got all those features and more. It's got longer battery life. It's pretty much everything that you wanted that you were missing from the ZV-1, now in the ZV-E10. Available
available at uh, eight ninety nine body only, nine ninety nine if you want it with the kit lens, which is a uh, I think it's a sixteen to thirty five or something like that. Um, and uh, I hate it because I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I probably don't need it. I really don't need it. In fairness, I've got two ZV ones. I've one for each eye. That's how many of these <laughs> I have. Um, but you know, I, I do. I think they're great little cameras. And if you're heading out on you know the hunt to start blogging and you're visually impaired and you want to get into it, this is actually a really good camera to consider for all those reasons. Uh, and speaking of buying things ahead of time when you really should have maybe waited, um, what is going on with iPhone sales? Up 50% year over year. Another record-breaking quarter for Apple. Uh, people are buying iPhone 12s like they're going out of fashion. And of course, we're not that far away from an iPhone 13 release. Why are people doing this? Why are people still buying iPhone 12, Sean? What's because the... people don't always want to do what we do and buy the latest and greatest for the highest dollar tag. What's you wrong know? with people? They're, yeah, they're, they're normal. Do what we do. <laughs> There's always something normal, though, you know? When, when you hear anyone buying any Apple products, like, you know, July, August, you always think, wait, because yeah. the new one is just coming out. But, you know... Lots of people, as Mark says, just they don't care. Who cares if there's a new yeah. one coming out? I just need a phone. Unless you're my son, who is about a year away from getting a phone with a SIM card, and he's already bugging me about which iPhone 13 he's going to have. <laughs> to which I said, <laughs> I'm course. not buying you a $2,000 phone so that you can use it and break it. He goes, but why? My friends are going to have it. But like, your friends are not going to have the iPhone 13. And number two, the iPhone 13 is going to be a year old at that point. He goes, well, you'll just give me your phone, right? I'm like, no, maybe. See, that, that's, <laughs> that's a player right there. Oh, he knows. He knows everything. Yeah. He's not. He's, you'll, you'll give mama your phone and I'll take mama's phone. And I'm like, I hate you. I, I just think it's, it's a crazy time to buy. I, I will say, though, I think the iPhone SE is going to be the king in the new in the next year, because at least in the sense of the small phones, because the mini is going away. I think it's clear that the mini never really sold. Uh, I thought it was good, but I'll be honest, I, I hark back. This week I've been using, I don't know where to put it. Oh, here it is. I have my uh, iPhone 7 that I use for my day-to-day -day job, and it's a great little phone. I absolutely love the iPhone 7, which, you know, the iPhone 7 is, the iPhone SE, really, um, in terms of body and style. I just love that home button. And, Sean, I know oh, you're going to start again yeah, moaning about the final the home, home, button. home button. Everyone moans, oh, it hasn't got a home button. What will I do? I love oh, you get button. used to it. You, you, don't... you love Touch ID. That's what you're saying. It's I not the home button, ID. it's Touch ID. Yeah, no, I do. I do. Um, I also, just for a laugh, I put iPhone, I, I, iOS 15, the beta, onto my iPhone SE, original iPhone Ooh. SE, just to see what happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I gave it a day. And bear in mind, I'm using it with voiceover on all the time on that device, and it actually was pretty snappy. The battery, I mean, it did nearly explode a few times, I think, with the heat, but, and that's the only thing you do have to consider with the iPhone SE. It was like that with iPhone, uh, sorry, iOS 13 as well, and 14, so no surprises it would be the same, and I don't imagine the battery will last forever on it. But if you have got an older iPhone, you're actually going to do okay with iOS 15. Which is kind of cool in a way, right? It's, it's, it feels in a way that's, yeah. you know, pretty decent. You don't have to. And that means Mark, for example, could give his son, yeah. you know, a cheapo iPhone SE. Yeah, exactly. Except he, he knows the latest, whatever. He's he knows exactly what model it is. He'll He's look up the bottom number on the back. He'll be like, this doesn't have 256 gigs. <laughs> this is this garbage. doesn't have the latest yeah. A7000 processor. Throw it away. By the, the problem way, is my, my workers have gone and it's been replaced by in my backyard. There is a golden age dance party going on. And if I could lie about this, I would, what? but I can't even make this stuff up. I don't even know what that is. What I is there's that a means. parking lot behind girls? my home of a community center. And there okay. are about 17 people who are 70 plus doing exercise. I'm seeing this on my camera and I'm, I'm, I'm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Should, what? Your camera's. Pointing, uh, I have that cameras pointing right. at my backyard, which <laughs> happened to overlook at the street, which overlooks the parking lot, which, and I hear it. I hear the noise. I hear the music. This is, I'll be back. Oh, those OAPs and I their music. I need to go music. throw things at them. Hang on. Okay, fine. Uh, Lindy's been in touch on email uh, to say, hi, guys, I've been using the Freestyle Libra sensor since uh, early 2019 in Perth and Western Australia, which is where Lindy 
uh, writes to us from. Hi to you, Lindy. Uh, yeah, the freestyle Libra, that's the uh, that's what we were talking about before. Uh, last week, was it? We talked about this? The, yeah, um, the diabetes monitoring. Yeah, and this is one which... And I was talking to my, my dad about this because I had it in my head last week that this was actually something that you just wore and then it connected via NFC. And this was actually something that was not requiring... Uh, to have a needle, but it does, uh, as as Lindy uh, confirms here, and my dad did as well this week, it actually introduces a very, very tiny, fine needle just under the skin, which has to remain in place for 14 days. You've then got to change it. So you have to keep changing this every two weeks. Um, it uh, the, the user apparently is advised to check uh, using a fingerprint blo- uh, finger prick blood test with a separate device to confirm uh, that it's all okay. Uh, which is what uh, Lindy says here. Minimally invasive, according to Lindy, quite accurate, and has been used initially in Europe, then the US, and later uh, down uh, under for some years. Uh, Lindy says, I understand that it's been updated recently to improve accuracy and time lag, and shortly there'll be a new model, uh, which is the size of one of our five-cent pieces, for example, very small. Uh, Basically, I don't understand how the fluid level of glucose would be measured without direct contact. We were, of course, talking about uh, Rockley, the company last week that has told us that, well, told the world that there will be a, a version of this that will appear possibly in uh, wristbands for Apple Watch and then eventually within the Apple Watch itself. Lindy say, saying, I don't understand how that level, that particular level of glucose can be measured in this way without direct contact between it and a measurement device and We'll be very interested to see what comes out of this. Uh, Also from Lindy, uh, I listen to your podcast faithfully, usually while having a spin on the back of a tandem bike set up on a rim trainer or stand, and it keeps me going. Come on, go faster. Go faster. Fill the burn. Exactly. Says people who've never been on a (laughs) tandem bike in our lives, or a bike for that matter. Uh, Rebecca's been in touch as well. We were talking, of course, last week about Windows 365. Um, With Windows uh, 365, it sounds promising. We should keep in mind there are millions of people in the US and more abroad who do not have the bandwidth necessary for such a service. Hey, that's the case in Canada, for sure. Um, I still prefer desktop apps over anything in the cloud. Uh, though Google's suite of products works really well, I think it'd be nice to have the option of running beta versions of Windows releases through Windows 365, uh, oh, so you yeah. do not have to damage that $1,000 computer you just purchased. As long as the traditional Windows platform stays, I'm willing to experiment with Windows 365 if it ever gets to the consumer market. Question is, though, says Rebecca, what will happen to remote desktop and uh, services like Parallels and VMware Fusion? It's a good question, actually. Um, I think I think the short answer is uh, well, remote desktop becomes Windows three six five, parallelism VMware Fusion disappear. But I mean, we're talking a long time away. We're not. No, that's not going to happen instantly. Uh, there's always going to be the need for a remote desktop. I mean, to control your own computer amongst your own network. Don't forget, this Windows three six five, you're leasing another virtual computer basically. Mm. So there's always going to be a need to remote yeah. control another. Pardon. He says he can't wait. And he's right. I, I, I can't wait. I, I, yeah. This will be great fun. It's, it's next week. It's next week. Tuesday, Monday. I get to I, try this thing out. Oh, do you? Do, no, hang on. Does that mean I get to do play we? with it? And do I? Well, if you pay for it. Oh. Anyway, moving on. Um, well, there'll be, there'll be, I'm sure there'll be a version we coming out at some point. We can share a machine, okay? Okay, fine. I want on it on Tuesdays I'll give you my username Thursdays. and password, and we can share it. Okay, cool. okay fine. No one look at my browser history. We'll time share it. <laughs> we'll time share you a computer. You use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> And suddenly the callback to the beginning of the show. Oh, he's a Uh professional. Beautiful. Um, Rebecca goes on to say, I look forward to the day when Apple or another manufacturer markets a watch that supports diabetes monitoring, but I'd rather see this technology deployed in a band that can work across platforms and connect with your iPhone, iPad, or Android device. Ah, you want the moon on a stick, Rebecca. Um, Let the band measure everything your doctor would and pair it with your phone using Bluetooth or the chips used for communication between the Flex Beats and the iPhone. Uh, There are people who do not want to buy a smartphone, so this technology should be accessible to that population as well. For example, all the data can be captured on device, uh, spoken aloud and displayed on a monitor accessible to those who are blind and low vision, then the doctor's office could upload this data. The worst thing we can do is to create another digital divide that might compromise healthcare. That's a really good point. You know, the, the cost of these devices, I mean, it's all right for us saying, oh, yeah, let's just buy anything. But, you know, a lot of people can't do that, right? So, yeah, fair point. That's a really good email. You know, I, I, you forget about, because we're spoiled in certain cases about the internet access that we have. You do tend to forget about people that 
that don't have that luxury. Well, I got ripped apart by someone. I was on a, a call with a woman from Kenya, and she was telling me, you know, I was, I was talking about the whole Apple versus Android thing, and she said, oh, to have the choice. You're so lucky. She says, check your privilege at the door, will you? Because uh, here in Kenya, she said, you know, we don't, we don't have the money to buy, you know, the latest, greatest, whatever. And she said a lot of people are running around with low-cost Android phones. And, you know, that's why accessibility on those devices is as important as anything else. Quite so, right. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, okay, I've pressed the button. We'll see how long it takes for the music <laughs> to start playing. This feels like a, a new game. When will it kick in? We when didn't talk about sweaty tech. But I'm going to get to that. Oh, sorry. That's the bit we're going to do after the break. You see. Sweaty tech? You're going to love this one. I'm going to have to call, call the ladies from the yard and then I can <laughs> see if they can test this one out. But I'm bum. Music start. And. But I'm bum. Music start. There we go. It gets there in the end. Wow. It is a tech show. Honest. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. Now back to the show. I just don't understand. Why, why create a hard drive, right, in 2021? Oh, go on about it. Oh. That just doesn't spin up or keep spinning. A um, lazy I think it's a feature, drive. actually, Stephen. It's one of these things that they don't want to wear out the hard drive when you're not using it. Just, I've just, no, just, I've, I've just it figured it out. No, I've figured it out. It, I've got the pronunciation wrong. I'm calling it lazy. It's lazy. That's what it is. Oh, well, well done. I'll be Can I make a recommendation based on a couple that, years That only fired because that's playing. That's, yeah. I have to keep the music going just to keep the hard drive spinning. A How couple ridiculous. years of experience. Um, if you need access to files rapidly on your desktop, on yeah, your I local know. drive. I know. I know. But but I've, never, I've, been, I've only been doing this show this way for what? However long? Never been a problem. Never, never a problem. Been, never Today, a problem. A problem. How big is that hard drive, Stephen? 16 terabytes. 16 terabytes. One six. Of files you can't access when you want them. <laughs> exactly, that's right. 16 terabytes of stuff I have to wait a week to get into. <laughs> and it you know what? And, he, and he's programmed this. Like, you have a stream deck going on there, right? To hit that's fire right. Yeah, yeah. So, as opposed to me, who just decides let's put stuff on an iPad and... Miss something on today's show? Oh, look show? how fast. Search it's just for there. Double Tap Canada. Oh. I haven't used it in months, but it's there. Oh, look at this. Oh, look, it's there. That's oh. the way to do it. It's amazing. He's, he's an absolute genius, isn't he? It's amazing. He's an absolute and genius. And it's a six-year-old iPad, too. Look. Still works. <laughs> I know what I'll be doing with my old iPad mini tonight. Um, okay, so let's talk Way about... Way to confuse Stephen. I'm not sure what I'm going to do when it's towards the end of the show. I know, it's going to get ridiculous. Music. You're going to wonder yeah. what's going on. I'll be thinking, oh, it's working. Finally. Yeah, it's exactly. Oh, no, hang on. What? Um, later on tonight... Just music will randomly start playing in my house. That's what's going to happen. Uh, let's talk about sweat. Let's talk about sweat. I'm just ignoring them now. Uh, let, let's talk about sweat. Scientists have come up with a device that harvests sweat from your fingertips to Rush. generate. Hang I on. I saw this. To generate power. Isn't this ridiculous? So flexible, thin strips that wrap around the tip of a finger like a, a Band-Aid. Yeah. It converts chemicals found in the sweat, human sweat. It makes it clear, human sweat. I'm not sure what else I'm expecting out of that. Um, but human sweat into small amounts of electrical energy. This, this is one band you can't put around your dog's foot. That's not going to work. Um, but fingers constantly produce sweat, apparently. <laughs> Mine's do. Um, that's when the grease isn't in the way. Um, so uh. the device can work without the wearer moving a muscle. Oh, hey. I love it. I love it. I could, I could personally probably power Canada, I think, with my fingers. Now, is there a battery that we can store this energy to? Like, can I wire my hands down to something in my pocket this. so that when I'm out there sweating, I can... Now, this You've is not all... read this? Is that what you said? <laughs> he admitted oh, my that. God. We got to that stage. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a proof of concept, right? They've, they've done this no in the way, lab or really? whatever. So, yeah, what I'm saying is there isn't a device, there isn't a smartwatch or something that's using this technology, but I no. mean, it's, it's cool. You can generate electricity out of basically nothing. We're talking milliwatts or whatever it is. It's nothing that you could power a standard watch. You wouldn't be able to power a smartphone or a smartwatch using this technology as yet. Maybe it'll improve, but it's still cool. It's anything. It's like solar, isn't it? Any of that sort of recyclable, renewable energy, it's really interesting. 
Yeah, so it says fingertips, each packed with more than a thousand sweat glands, can produce between 100 to 1,000 times more sweat than most other body parts. <laughs> I challenge okay. that. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> really? Um, okay, so it might be hard to notice how sweaty they are, though, since the sweat typically evaporates from fingerprint, uh, fingertips as soon as it comes out. The new device collects it before it can. If I stuck it under my arm... Stop it. If they made a pair of boxer shorts out of this stuff, I could I know, power I could, the street. My phone could keep going. It could be uh, <laughs> nice and simple. So, so just, just so you're aware of this, right, a subject, this is a test subject, slept for 10 hours with the device on a fingertip. The wearable collected 400 millijoules of energy, which is enough oh, to provide millijoules. 24 hours worth of power to a wristwatch, but not a smartwatch, just to be millijoules. clear. Millijoules, hang on. How many yeah. millijoules? Uh, 400. 400 millijoules. Look that 1. up. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> <laughs> the researchers know the strapping devices to additional fingertips to generate even more energy. Um, but yeah, apparently there's a lot of sweat glands on our fingers. Is that what you're taking away from this tech story? How sweaty our fingers are rather than I'm, how amazing I'm surprised it is? by this. I didn't know sweat came out of my fingertips. No. Yeah, that's true. No, I agree with you there. My hands don't feel that sweaty. I mean, I think it's because the rest of me is so sweaty that I just don't, that, that's I'm unaware yes. of it. Yeah. We're so sorry. Well, you know how I, I try to figure out, the, this is how I try to find out the equivalent of power. I go back to Back to the Future. Mm. Of course. And they need, what, 1.21 gigawatts? And I try to figure out what that is in, in millijoules. Uh, I can't figure it out. But it is 3.125 million um, uh, you know, uh, solar panels or uh, 110 million LEDs. What? Oh, what? Oh, you mean the 1.21? Gigawatts. See, I'm trying to compare oh, I see. it to yeah, I, I, I thought I'm you like, meant the 400 like, million. I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking, oh, it wouldn't be cool if, you know, I could put these things in my four fingers and this would have powered that time machine because yeah. of, you know, it was 1980 or whatever the hell year it was. Well, if you joined in with the golden age dancing out the back, then maybe you would. You want to try a bit harder. See you yes. later. Get your sweat on. And on that bombshell, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. Uh, that is our show for this week. And, uh, oh, there it is. Now, I don't know who's playing that right now. That could be me. I've, I don't think it is. Nope. No, it's not me. It's not me. No. But it is, it is coming. The music is coming, I promise you. Just, just wait for it. Yeah, exactly. Would it be funny if it was the same song, too? That would be really... That would be brilliant, yeah. It might be. Yeah. I cannot remember. But let's see. I'll press it again. <laughs> Nothing. What an absolute waste of time and money. There oh. we go. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, keep your feedback coming. All the details on the way. We'll be back again for another Double Tap Canada next week. Mark off. La, 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 la. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Sean. Peace. Thank you. And Augie. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.